0: welcome to the Chicago Justice Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I am your host, Tracy Siska. I'm also the Executive Director of the Chicago Justice Project. You can find out more about what we do at ChicagoJustice.org. And also, you can find the report we just released on Tuesday. How common is violence against women in Chicago? The answer depends on the data. It's a great piece talking about looking at call for service data, raw data, which is 911 call data, police crime incident data, and data from the prosecutor's office to get an understanding of how common violence against women is. We also look at the National Crime Victimization Report and apply uh, the numbers we get out of that survey to Chicago for racial breakdowns and everything about how common violence against women is. And we also have some data from the Illinois Criminal Justice Information Authority related to how survivors seek services and how often they do and where they, where they do that from. So please check out that report. On our first segment and only segment today, we are going to talk about what has to be talked about, and that's Mayor Lori Lightfoot versus Kim Fox. And this shooting in Austin, you can find links to this story or the stories um, we're talking about in, um, from the Sun-Times on this um, segment on our website with the post for this podcast. We're going to have other links that we talk about in here also. So let's get to the story. It's a story by Tom Shuba. And for those who don't know, it was, there was a brazen daylight shootout between some individuals in cars and some individuals in a home in Austin. There's podcam video, video that everyone under the sun thinks should be more than enough to know exactly what was going on in charging people. So let's get to the story. So I don't know Mr. Shuba, the journalist here, if he's on the police beat the justice beat and he doesn't know what CI is or what continued investigation means that classification for investigations um, which is something that the state's attorney gives a case when the police bring it there they need approval to file felony charges except in drug cases he does not know what that means he shouldn't be on the beat that happens every day in in the city cases are CI routinely so let's get to the story Five men linked to the deadly gang-related shooting Friday in Austin were released from custody. After prosecutors declined to charge each of them with a pair of felonies, including first-degree murder. The Chicago Sun-Times has learned. It continues. The source said police sought to charge all five suspects with murder and aggravated battery. By Sunday morning, a Chicago police spokesman acknowledged the suspect had suspects had been released without charges. Okay, so who
1: are their sources? Right away, you get it as a spokesman. and some other source because the chicago Times
0: has learned okay that's a source now right away you're getting he has not said the case was ci'd they were just released without charges <clears throat> Hmm. does he not know what he's
1: doing is he being lied to by his sources or is he carrying an agenda let's get into what happened let's get into more of the article in a statement later Sunday, Christina
0: Villarreal, a spokesman for the Cook County State's Attorney's Office, explained the prosecutors had determined the evidence was insufficient to meet our burden of proof to approve felony charges. Police officials agreed with the decision. Villarreal
1: added Uh oh, well, that wasn't what you got from the police department.
0: It continues, while she wouldn't specify what other evidence prosecutors needed to file charges, the police report acknowledged that victims of the shootout weren't cooperating with investigators. But the report also framed the state's attorney's office's decision to decline charges in a, diff- in a different light. Mutual combatants recited as the reason for the rejection. Mutual combat is a legal term used to define a fight or struggle that two parties willingly engage in. Okay, nothing about continuing investigation here. Or the cops in an agreement about it nothing still carrying you can see there's still an agenda to this right and it looks like shuba doesn't have all the facts but he ran with the story anyways <clears throat> story continues meanwhile as the city's grappled with a spat of rolling shootouts that have erupted over the past week the law enforcement the law enforcement source raised concerns about that the, no, i'm sorry. The law enforcement source raised concerns that the rejection could encourage more brash violence, much like those shootouts. The narrative of Saturday's gun battle in Austin was reminiscent of action of an action movie scene. It's just like the Wild West. A source said of exchange exchange of gunfire in the violence flag neighborhood in the West Side. He got a good quote. It's just like the Wild West. That's what every crappy journalist tries to get right. He's got that great quote. Still. Why were charges rejected? Do we know?
1: He actually doesn't have any of the facts, the real meat of what happened. Where is it? He doesn't have a clue. The article continues. Police looked to charge
0: three Jack boys, I guess part of some clicker gang, who were eventually taken into custody, including a man who was shot, the sources said the source said. Investigators also ch- charged against two members of the body snatchers. The driver who crashed the charger on the 20-year-old man he took to West Suburban. The sometimes isn't naming suspects but so they haven't been charged. Detectives want, wanted to charge the body snatcher affiliates with the killing of their slain accomplice under Illinois' controversial felony mu- murder rule, horrible law, which allows defendant to be convicted of first-degree murder if they commit certain felonies that unfortunately lead to another person's death.
1: Okay, let me explain some content here. So the police need permission to file felony charges, as I've said,
0: except in drug cases. Often what the police will do will bring crappy cases or cases they know aren't going to be approved. They bring it to felony review anyways. So they can say to the public, Without releasing any of the details of the actual case, they can go to the press and say, no, we have the case. The prosecutors wouldn't let us prosecute. Oh, yeah. And then they blame the prosecutors and no one can talk about what actually happened in that room. Right. Evil. Oh, yeah. Total PR move. Absolutely. This is not unsimilar to what goes on in police accountability has for a long, or it used to happen, That you know, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago in the police accountability system. In a heater case, part of 2007 was the Office of Professional Standards that investigated most of them. OPS would find someone guilty and like let the superintendent deal with it, even though there probably isn't evidence to find the person guilty. It's a heater case. We don't want to be um, held responsible in the media. We'll send it to the superintendent. Command channel review inside the CPD, and then in the superintendent, they're like, hey, we don't want to take the heat for saying, don't, pro- don't fire this guy. Let's send it. We'll apply. We'll see. We'll seek his termination. We'll give it to the police board. Let them make the decision. And then since reporters don't look at actually what makes up the evidence in the case against the officer in the police board, because they don't go to the hearings, they would just find out the police board found the officer innocent. And all of a sudden it's all the police board's fault this is what's happening here with the police <clears throat> seeking fel- felony review how do i know we'll get there but first i want to go to the sun times editorial it starts shuba source said the police sought to charge all five suspects with murder and aggravated battery but instead after discussion with prosecutors the suspects were released without charges on monday police said an, in- an investigation is continuing Life foot worn City could be sent into chaos after Kim Fox's latest decision to reject charges. First of all, where has there been evidence Kim Fox was involved? You can say Kim Fox's office, but not Kim Fox. Is there any evidence she was involved in it? And I would ask if she was, why? Why would the head prosecutor be involved in any founding review case? She has people that run founding review, they should just do their job. <clears throat> Here come the useless politicians. And here comes the sometimes quoting the useless politicians. Like Lightfoot's sent into chaos. We'll get to that. We're going to get to that. How about that's a lie? And she knows what's going on the whole time. She's playing the same politics with this that the police departments are playing, probably bringing a case they knew would not get approved for felony charges. The article, the editorial continues. On Monday, Mayor Lightfoot and five useless Westside aldermen sent a letter to Cook County State's attorney, I put the useless in, Kim Fox asking her to reconsider the decision not to bring felony charges. Giving these kinds of violent offenders a pass with when their crime is fully captured on video and with police on the scene is incredibly unacceptable, they wrote. Okay. Do they know what went on in that office for felony review? Do they know actually the evidence besides seeing the video? Absolutely not. Do they care? nope are all of them whores and do they want to be um do they want to just exploit it so they can show to their public especially um the alderman coving austin they want to show like they're standing up for it and they're trying to get these people prosecuted you know it here comes superintendent Liar brown If you wondering why I call him a liar, go to our website, go to news, search David Brown, and you'll see that he was found guilty in in Texas of lying multiple times during an internal investigation. Despite how many times he appealed it, he kept getting found that he did it. So go look at that. But here he goes. Editorial continues. On Monday, City Council budget hearing, Alderman Chris Taliafario, ex-cop and virtually useless in his position, carries water for life with 100%. There's really nothing new between life with telephario relationship and the relationship between Daly and everyone he had run the committee if you're looking for how useless the committee is the public safety committee if you want to know just how useless they are go to our website and search public safety and you'll look on you'll find our analysis of 20 years of their agenda items up through the middle of 2020 from two excuse me 2000 and you can look all of that and um see just how useless that committee is, so that gets back. And Money City Council budget hearing, Alderman Chris Talafario, 20th Ward, 29th Ward, my apologies. Chairman of the Public Safety Committee promptly asked Chicago Police Superintendent Dave Brown, who, really, who recently on CNN decried violent people in possession of weapons about the case. Brown said the police department is committed to holding any guilty parties accountable. Okay, here is David Brown's spin, and here liar David Brown is lying once again. David Brown has been fully briefed. I am 100% sure of this and all the details of the case and why it was rejected at felony review and why it probably should have never been presented to felony review in the first place,
1: seeking the charges they were seeking. Hmm. Let's get to some more facts about the case. Later in the evening
0: on Monday, Fox responded with a statement they read in part. The detectives reached out to our office on Friday and acknowledged that at the outset that that given the chaotic nature of the scene, they were unable to determine how the events unfolded. We reviewed the evidence that was presented to us in consultation with the detectives and they agreed we were unable to approve charges based on the evidence presented. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There was an agreement. You don't have the evidence. How could that be? everyone knows we saw something on video we saw some people shooting that's right ladies and gentlemen we'll get to um we're gonna play a video and on that video uh we're gonna play a video we're gonna play a video from abc news and it has some of uh pieces of fox's press conference that she gave after lightfoot gave those statements about the cities in chaos and fox has got to do these things um Fox came out and did a press conference and um, well I'm not going to spoil it we'll get to it and then we'll be back it runs two minutes and 50 seconds I think it's really important to to let it run because you'll hear both Fox's statements and you'll hear um, Mayor Lightfoot's statements and you're gonna this is um, Michelle Gallardo Craig Wall and the abc7 chicago digital team i have no idea why they're involved in this report craig wall i think is the reporter that does actually does it this is also where this is a she said she said instead of the media coming out and being able to boldly say after the facts have come out you're wrong this person's right they do they have to do the both sides them which is ridiculous but anyways We're going to run that. It's two minutes and 50 seconds, and we'll be back on the other side to uh, discuss.
2: Lori Lightfoot said with Kim Fox so far declining to file any charges in the shooting, she will ask federal authorities to review the evidence and see if they might prosecute the offenders. The brazen daylight shooting in Austin that left one dead and two others injured last Friday, still the source of simmering tensions between the mayor and state's attorney. We have to understand How is possible when this kind of shootout is captured on film that there were no charges of any person, even though people were brought into custody. This is not a time for scapegoats. This is not a time for political rhetoric. Kim Fox calling out the mayor for creating a false narrative, saying even police did not believe there was enough clear evidence of who did what and noting no one involved was cooperating with detectives. I'm hard pressed to think about what the additional evidence would be when it's all on capture and videotape. you got officers on the scene who have body cam and dash cam. What more is necessary? There's a shootout in Austin. Our number one concern should be about getting those people prosecuted, not a headline diverting attention away from the fact that we have not had a comprehensive plan for violence in the city of Chicago. FOX SAID IF DETECTIVES GATHER ADDITIONAL EVIDENCE, THE CASE COULD BE REVISITED, POTENTIALLY LEADING TO CHARGES. THE COOK COUNTY STATES ATTORNEY'S OFFICE IS HERE, READY TO HOLD THOSE WHO CAUSE HARM TO OUR COMMUNITIES ACCOUNTABLE FOR THEIR ACTIONS. WHATEVER THE OTHER EVIDENCE IS THAT NEEDS TO BE GATHERED, THE POLICE DEPARTMENT IS GOING TO BE JOHNNY ON THE SPOT AND MAKE SURE WE GET IT. BUT
0: THIS IS a, TO ME A VERY COMPELLING CASE.
2: Kim Fox is calling for a meeting with the mayor, the police superintendent, as well as Area 5 detectives handling this shooting and others. The mayor said she is willing to meet anytime.
0: Okay, so we're back. Mayor Lightfoot, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, is an ex assistant U.S. attorney. She knows what goes on in those rooms where those decisions are made.
1: She knows better. There is no doubt about it brown knows what
0: better brown not only knows better he knows what happened in that room he knows all the details of the case he knows everything they can prove but he lied lightfoot knows everything that went on in that room because she called the cops i'm sure and she knows what's going on but she doesn't care if she's trying to score political points and point fingers because that's basically all Lori can do and sometimes i think she has tourettes and it's the only
1: thing she can do is point fingers and blame others for things. So ask yourself, especially with Brown, Lightfoot too, but especially with Brown, when he got asked by Talifario,
0: Alderman Talafario, why didn't he just say, you know what, we, we don't have the evidence. Why didn't Mayor Lightfoot say, yeah, we understand there's a video and it's chaotic and there are going to be some charges out of this but it's not easily to determine who 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 started it. And we're, they're working on the case and we understand what's going on and they're both working very hard to, to
1: do it. And I'm sure we're gonna see a resolution. She can't. She doesn't wanna take any political heat for anything. So it's always point fingers. Brown and Lightfoot knew the case got CI'd and they both knew why, and they both lied.
0: So we're going to get to a Block block Club Chicago report, Kelly Bauer. Uh, Once again, the links to all this will be on our website for the post. This is a really, it's a pretty good article, actually, of the stuff that I've run on it. This is the best. So here's a quote from Brown. We want to charge everyone. We want the judge and the courts to sort it out. Not to anticipate what might happen before a jury or judge Von said. At, At another point. He said, likely there are things we need to do to do more to present the case and we're willing to do that. So let's take apart his, his statement here, ladies and gentlemen. We want to charge everyone. We want the judge and the courts to sort it out. Wait a minute, you have a constitutional obligation to only charge people you have probable cause
1: for and you have enough evidence to one, know they did it and two, prove a case. The, the, the I want to charge everyone mantra that he's rolling out here
0: is really just him saying, hey, I want it off our plate.
1: Let's put the blame for what's going on here in the courts. It's unbelievable. You're not, And on top of it,
0: Superintendent Brown, the way his interrogation works, you're not supposed to put someone in an interrogation room until you know they're guilty. Because the situation is so co- coercive. He doesn't care because he's just looking to get out of responsibility. Likely, there are things we need to do more to present the case. No, there's 100%. It's not likely. It's 100%. How do I know? Watch this quote. One of the few from that actually had any insight into what's going on in that room. It's from Chief of Detectives Brandon Denehan. Denehan, Chief of Detectives. Brendan Dehan also told all the people the evidence, this is at the budget hearing, right, after hours of Brown obfuscating and lying. Also told all the people the evidence was convoluted because the police camera didn't clearly show who was firing and the arrested people did not speak to investigators. Here's the big quote. Specifically for this case, you can't determine who was discharging a firearm on the streets from the cars. Even the victims who were shot refused to talk to police, and they invoke their right to remain silent. And that's where it gets difficult for the detectives to present a case. They don't know who shot from the cars. They also aren't 100% sure of who fired first. Hold on, that's right. If I fire you, whether or not you possess an illegal gun or not, if you grab a gun and
1: shoot back at me, that's self-defense. So if they can't tell who started it, they can't tell who had self-defense. I am sure within
0: days or weeks, there are gonna become felony charges for illegal possession of the weapon, for sure. Someone in there may flip because they have a history and they're going down on warrants or something, or they buy into people with drugs and get them to the flip. But otherwise, if they can't tell who started it, how do they know whether someone was firing in defense or in malice? Also. They don't know who
1: shot from the car. So the first shot, it could be argued, by one of the cars, is in malice,
0: and that's starting the incident. But did everyone in the other car, when they fire, because they've been fired upon by the people in the house, is that self-defense? I know there's five aldermen, Burnett, 27th Ward, Talafario, 29th Ward, who's also chair of the Public Safety Committee, Alderman Scott, 24th Ward, Alderman Urban, 28th Ward, and Emma Mitz never a more useless alderman in Chicago, 37th Ward. They all signed this letter. They have no idea what the hell any of them are talking about. None. This is political cover. The media should rip them to no end. They should force them all to answer questions about what they know about the case and why they're better at it than the police or prosecutors. So here's something from Fox's statement, right? That's quoted in the article. Fox Center Office Looked at police data from where she took, from when she took office in December two thousand sixteen to July thirty first, twenty twenty one, and found there have been no more than th- there have been there have been more than thirteen thousand three hundred shootings, but police didn't arrest anyone in about eleven thousand of those cases. We're going to talk probably next week about clearance rates for the city, clearance rates for the CPD. I mean, they know who did it, and it's convoluted about how they can categorize a, a case cleared. But right there, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, that's what, 80%? Yeah, it's about 80% of the cases don't have, 80 plus percent of the cases, no arrest. And they keep bragging about how they're arresting all these people, but it's on possession. You got to remember, ladies, they're going after gun possessors, which is why earlier Brown kept saying, or Brown said, and we quoted it, violent people with guns. Because they're going after possessors because it's easy. It's hard to solve crimes and the CPD doesn't solve crimes. And from about 2013, they have switched when they had an absolutely horrific clearance rate. They've basically switched to just getting possessors. Why? Because it's easier and they can do it. And it just takes a little unconstitutional policing and you can get that right away, right? It's easy to generate numbers on possession arrest. Just pull everyone over, stop and frisk everyone, and you'll find guns. Very hard to get. You know what you need to solve homicides? Community co- community cooperation. You know what they don't have? Community cooperation. It's just so bad. The Lightfoot letter's awful. The letter from the five, signed by the five aldermen, and awful. They should be voted out just for that. All right. Real quickly. Um, this is being recorded on Thursday morning. Yes, and I just ran into a piece from Rex Hupke in The Tribune. It was published yesterday. It's a column. It'll also be linked to in our um, it'll also be linked to on our website. And I just want to bring you a quote from it. He does a really good job. He only calls out uh, Fox a little bit, and I, I disagree with that. I, I don't think Fox has done anything wrong in most of these situations. So here it goes. Grilling Chicago Police Superintendent David Brown during a city council meeting on Monday, 19th Ward Alderman Mano Shea said Chicago is the most dangerous city in the world. Well, it's not, according to Hucky. Not even close. That's a dumb thing to say, and an alderman should either be ashamed of himself or put it in, in for a Fox News gig where false statements like that are appreciated. According to Detroit News report, Based on the most recent FBI statistics on violent crime in cities with populations over 100,000, top 10 cities with the highest violent crime rates are in this order, leading with the highest. Memphis, Detroit, St. Louis, Little Rock, South Bend, Cleveland, Milwaukee, Kansas City, Lansing, Michigan, and Springfield, Missouri. Not to be outdone, 48th Ward Alderman Harry Osterman said, I cannot remember a time in my life a time in my lifetime that has been as violent as right now. Osterman born in 1967. In 1974, there was a record 970 homicides and the homicide totals in nearly 20 of the years since Osterman was born has been considerably higher than the 770 homicides recorded last year. The Alderman's memory is terrible. Now, as as Rex says, It's not about saying the numbers are good, but put them in context. Now, the one thing I will caveat to Hupke's piece here is medical science has increased dramatically. So they're probably saving a lot more people now than they wouldn't have saved, you know, 20, 30 years ago, 50 years ago, for sure. Back to 1974, I see three years, I'm 50. So 47 years ago, for sure. Right. Also, response times have gotten better. Cars have gotten better. There's better procedures at the scene with the ambulances and the treatment they're getting on the way to the hospital. All of that is improved. Um, but I understand where Hucky is coming from, and I just I like that ripping them with facts because that can never be outdone. It's a it's a we shouldn't have to do these stories. We shouldn't have a. Uh, uh, a city council that is just about scoring points we shouldn't have a mayor that is just about pointing fingers and distracting and getting out of the line of fire we also shouldn't have a police superintendent that lies so brave only so much but there's nothing that can be done about it it seems except uh, maybe uh in the elections coming up in um 12, I think it's about 16, 15, 16 months. Now we're in October. So, three, four, yeah, 16 months. About 16 months from now, we'll, Chicago, I have the opportunity to make the change. If it's so, de- deems it worthy. Okay. Thank you, everyone. I appreciate it. This is, um, start up being a new trend. There's going to be more and more content being pushed to the, um, to the podcast solely. We have an interview later on today with Rachel Walden. No, um, Levinson. Waldman from the Brennan Center talking about Los Angeles Police Department's use of social uh, social media um, surveillance tools Uh, some of the stuff should really scare you that's going to be played on our our show tomorrow morning for um, we're going to play a piece of it tomorrow morning but in the podcast every week now as we do interviews there'll be more and more extended versions of those interviews on the pod that you'll only be able to get on the pod all right thank you everyone um we will be posting this later today on thursday and then we will be posting um our show tomorrow probably with the extended view either tomorrow or on saturday morning all right thank you everyone stay safe